0: You are now listening to an all-new episode of The Last Men Potting. I am your host, Ahmad, here with my co-host, the self-proclaimed Black Skip Bayless of podcasting. Steve, how you feeling? This you, week? you know, I, I found
1: something out this week. Um, it's, it's a good thing that uh, Future and Jay-Z are, are friends because apparently Future is the type that go after B. And apparently he still smashes on C, whoever C is. I'm not quite sure who that is. He wasn't really specific about C, but... Jay Z for blessings that, that you and future are friends.
0: Are are they still friends after that uh, in the future? Other niggas playing that's football with your son, Bar. That's
1: that's what he said on the on the song this week. He said he said if my nigga was a jig, I'm the type to go after B, and I still smash on a C. There's been a lot of content creators who are speculating who C is, and they make a whole like hour long videos about uh, said C. Um, but <laughs>
0: it's, 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 yeah, hold on, <laughs> hold on, <laughs> because you know, like I, I, I've been in this process of like detaching from exactly that, like what you just said, like niggas <clears throat> sitting down and trying to figure out who C yeah. is.
1: Yeah, shout out to Future too for still spashing on C, like.
0: See, so oh, is that Sierra? Like, see, like, <laughs> how, like, how long did that take me? I was like thirty seconds. Like, you're video not, over. You're
2: obviously, you're obviously a retard. Like, <laughs> but, like,
0: like, like, what, like, what are we talking about? Like,
1: that shit is funny. Like I said, I just thought it was a funny bar. I thought it was a nice little bar, it was a little catchy bar. Shout out to the Future.
0: Wait, wait, wait. So did you make that whole thing up about people trying to figure out C or am I just dumb?
1: No, no, no. Nobody's trying to figure it out. Like, niggas is making full-on videos about how Future still smashes here. That's what, that's oh, what
0: I mean. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> well, but see, I, uh, well, yeah, see, well, Future must be a lyricist or something because that shit went right over my head. I'm like, I, how did it go over I, your I head? guess because I just didn't give a fuck who C was. Yeah, like, I, exactly. I wasn't interested in the premise. Like so, nice I feel nice like I, I didn't even get into the fucking book. <laughs> like, that is nice wordplay. It's like
1: B and then C is like. Is that I'm nice t-
0: wordplay? Yeah, you should be having bars. Let me tell you, A B C. That's nice wordplay. Like yeah. is, 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 is is that what we've come to? Like A B C is nice wordplay. I'm the
1: type of nigga. If Jigga wasn't my nigga, I'd, I'd be getting after B and I still smash on C. Like that's that's not bad. I've heard worse. That's that's about a three.
0: I've heard much better. <laughs> like that's
1: I, that's about a three. That's about a three. Like that's that's good bar work. Nah, that's a two piece. Like,
0: I give you, I give it a three. You, 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 you said it's a, a two piece? Yeah, that's a two piece. That's like, the three. Like, like oh, I wish I, I had make... my I wish I had my Remy Ma queued up. Yeah. She said the lowest is what. <laughs> <laughs> like she said the lowest is what? Yeah, like,
1: like what you trying to call that man for? Like he's out here expressing his love for B and talking about how he's still smashed on C. Like he's a genius.
0: Alright, who am I to dispute another man's genius? <laughs> Let, let's let's get into this week's topic because we got a lot of shit to talk about. Um Where where should we start? Well, you know what? Since you started us down the road of, uh, cont, of, uh, hip hop and things along those lines, we came across an interesting conversation about, um, you know, when you, what happens when you find out who the person is behind the persona of these rappers, um, with, and, you know, Future's a good example of that, where if... He is actually f- fucking on B and C and D and G and E and F. <laughs> um, he's living the persona because that, that's the persona in his lyrics, which, you know, people... What do they call him? The King of Toxic? that That's Toxic that's the title y'all y'all have, given, y'all have given him? Something,
1: something that stupid. It's like, what the fuck is that gonna be?
0: So, you know, the, the whole idea of, uh, you know, they say you shouldn't meet your quote-unquote heroes or you shouldn't meet the, the artist that you like or you know whoever it is that you may look up to or admire in one way or another because you'll be disappointed and um currency of uh rap fame he he spoke on this in regard to doing business with other rappers and
3: and it's crazy because i mean like luminaries in the game and people i really like have wanted to work with on any facet be it fashion music anything they just some of them weren't as cool as i thought
0: yeah. You're sitting in your car and you listening
1: that to a motherfucker sucks. and you feel like, <laughs> you feel a sucks. certain way. Yeah,
3: it's yeah, like, yeah. nah, man, I'm pretty sure when we line up, it's going to be the same thing. It's like, oh, like, way like, y'all. Him. Yeah.
1: like just, really, this is crazy.
3: Life, so you can't life. make, I can't make
0: money with you because I know at some point that's going to, that's going to you know, fuck it up. That, yeah. Like, I'm
3: not going to be able to keep playing. You know what I'm saying? And it's going to crash out and probably cost us a gang of money once we really get yeah, into true. business
0: there is a cu- couple different things that he he said there but but one part of it is you're not as cool as i thought you were so just thinking about that part um would you be disappointed if you found out that you know let's let's take it back to future for example if future was just living you know, a measured and disciplined lifestyle. (laughs) and He just, you know, he was just reading books on sociology and putting a character out to you all. And he's at home like right now, like taking care of all of his, his children and an intact family with a wife. Like, would you be disappointed if you found out that was the, the, the truth of futures persona?
1: I mean, I think at 30, at this point, I don't expect nobody to be as cool as, as they uh, portray to be. Like I'm probably not as cool as I portray to be. Like somebody might meet me in real life and be like, "Damn, this nigga is worse than he is on wax." Like he really don't want to help nobody. He really is an asshole. So, <laughs> so it's, it's, I think it's tough when you try to, you know, you're in the entertainment. It's, people are in the entertainment to entertain, so you can't really expect like somebody gonna be able to keep that same energy. It's damn near impossible. I'm not like this 24 seven. Did this chick? We made it. We met up at a, a, a an event, and she was like, "Wow, you know, you're not the same." guy that that you know you were at that event like, yeah bitch I was drunk. Like you can't expect that same energy all the time. Like I don't even like people like that. So you was just sitting next to me, you know, I was drinking, I, I had a good vibe and you know, we linked up like that. Don't expect that every date. Some dates where you know I'm just gonna be yeah, the regular
0: The essence of who you are does not change drastically or or if the essence of who you are changes that drastically from one meeting to a next, that's not good like Good. like if you're like currency for example he, what he puts out in his music is probably who he is like he said he rhymes about last night like his rhymes <laughs> like, like he had a bar where he said these, these intricate rhymes are way too detailed to be made up because he's rapping about fixing his, his hairline before he goes to chill with bitches and then going to get pepperoni slices like if you're not doing that and you're rapping about it on that level, like, you might be a, a psychopath, like, a sociopath, like, get get all the way away from me. Well, because you talked
1: about, like, Scarface, right? On the Breakfast Club interviews, you would see him, and you'd be like, yo, there's no way that that's the nigga that is talking like that or what. Yeah, yeah, that is. was the
0: disappointing part about that because, like, yeah. Scarface acted a little goofy when I saw him on the Breakfast Club or whatever, and I just expected somebody that held a more militarized frame to to come on cause the Scarface that I know, like, you know, from the diary and the wall and all of that classic shit that I love, it it just seemed like he wasn't gonna be a nigga that would roll on the floor laughing like he did in that interview. Like he literally slid out of his chair and rolled on the floor like a like a Marlon Wayne's impression. Like it was crazy. But um (laughs) gangsters can have fun? Well gangsters can definitely have fun, but like like it's also the original point that you made was You're not always who you are on this podcast So you might be portraying a little bit of persona Where me, who I am on this podcast is who I am in real life If you meet me, the shit that I say on this podcast I will say to you in person This is not a character I'm not playing a character on here right? So if you meet me, you're, you're going to get exactly what you see On anything that I put out on my social media Or on this podcast, or whatever That's exactly what I'm about Get what currency saying? It's like, all right, man. Like, I thought you was getting it off the boat. Like, if you're not getting it off the boat, like, be for real. Like, like what what did what did uh Avon say?
3: Hey yo, what's up, Playboy? How come you wearing that suit? Be for real. It's 85 fucking degrees out here, and you trying to be like Pat Riley? Man, look the part, be the part, motherfucker. Nigga, please, you walking around with a fake fucking clipboard? You can't even read a playbook. Be for real, bunch of bitches.
0: You know, when we first brought this up as a potential topic, you said you thought he was talking about Freddie Gibbs, and I agreed with you because of Freddie Gibbs' recent fallouts with other artists. You know, we talked about the whole Benny situation last week. Um, Currency and Gibbs did an album a couple of years ago called... um, Fetty. Fetty. And... They had some disagreements about how to promote the project and all of that type of stuff, which um, Freddie brought up publicly. And I don't think I've seen them collab since then. I could be wrong. Um, if if I'm wrong, you know, correct me in the comments and then throw out this whole thing that I'm about to say. But let's just say, assuming that that's true, that it's somebody like a Freddie Gibbs where, you know, you meet them. And you you thought they were a cool dude They make dope music and all that And then they start doing like the weirdo industry shit I think that's the shit that he's talking about Where it's like I'm not yeah, if you know somebody like Freddie Might rap about cocaine I'm not necessarily expecting you to get it off the boat In 2022 But somebody that talks about that type of shit And is like you know They should be of a certain character It would seem like You would think Maybe like, Like there would be some sort of um union between the content that you put out and the type of person that you are. I, I I think that that's what he's getting at. Like it's not necessarily that you have to live your records to the T, but it's like there has to be some sort of union between those two things. Like this podcast wouldn't work. Like, you know, we've done podcasts in the past. They didn't work when we tried to talk about shit that wasn't true to us or important to us or or to us like you sent me an article from cnn earlier i won't even mention what it's about on the podcast but (laughs) you you asked me you said you know how do you not know about this you do a podcast i'm like i don't talk about shit that doesn't interest me and that article from cnn has no relevance to my life so there's no reason why i would talk about it on a podcast i i think that's the idea that currency is getting at
1: I think it's just tough to uh, when you're working with someone who's kind of like a stranger, but at the same time, you know, you kind of look at what they do and what you do. Like, wow, we could, uh, you know, melt these two energies together. Like maybe we could actually build something. And then, you know, like another reason why this podcast works, because we've known each other for a long time. So the chemistry is there. So we know how to communicate. So I think that's uh, that's a big uh, obstacle. When you're talking about the industry shit, that's what he's basically kind of getting at. I, and when I hear him speak on it, it sounded like he's getting at like the industry shit, like communicating and, and working with others and building.
0: Well, that's definitely true. Like the the idea of <clears throat> building and to build with somebody, you have to start at the same point. Like you can't start a tower in the middle. You have to you have to come from the same foundation. So, like, me and you have a, you know, we have a friendship and all that shit, but we have a general level of understanding and agreement on certain topics. So, it's easy for us to do a podcast because we're aligned on that. Where if somebody, let, if one rapper is coming from it where I'm just in the industry and I'm playing a character and it's all character, like Currency said, at a certain point, I can't play anymore. Like, because I'm not playing a character. This is really who I am. I just happen to do music where you're a a character. So you need to go do a collab project with somebody that's a character. And both of y'all can get along because y'all both are pretending. So you won't ruffle each other's feathers. But I'm not pretending. I'm just in this shit getting some money. And and you you want me to do back and forth games. I think, like, that happened at one point with uh, Dipset where um, Jim Jones and Cameron... I can't remember which one came up with this idea.
1: Cam said that uh, Jimmy wanted to do fake beef.
0: Yeah, and, and Cam was like, why wh- Why would we do that? Where, you know, one person is playing, and the other person is just trying to, you know, get some money in this rap shit. The other person's going full playtime. And it's like, all right, if you want to go full playtime, go over there and play with them, because I can't do that. Yeah. I, I think that's the idea.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, whatever character, you may be talking about you know I don't think that character's gonna be doing no more collab albums because that, <laughs> <laughs> that character more, burned more bridges than I do. I'm like shit, I thought I was a bridge burner. That nigga be burning some bridges goddamn.
0: Well, you know you're talking about Gibbs. You, we don't gotta hide it. We talk <laughs> about Gibbs. Gibbs just dropped some new shit this week with uh, Money Bag Yo. Okay, smooth. So it's, yeah, he's, and, he's, and he's, it's actually yeah. a good song. I liked it. It's uh, yeah. it's called it's called Too Much. It's the first single. Off of his album Soul sold separately do with that what you will uh, I'll, I'll listen to the album when it comes out I'm be pretty interested to see what Freddie Gibbs has to say after all of this shit that's been going on in the last couple of months like you know from wife and a porn star to getting beat up multiple times to being Grammy nominated and all that shit he, he's got a lot of shit to say so this, this should be a good album yeah what's what's the
1: Richard Park that nigga gets ass every week he never wins a fight <laughs>
0: We've been talking recently about the content that's out there, and originality is just, you know, few and far between, like, people putting out original stuff. Um, You know, with the smart TVs and all that, it's like, you get programmed nowadays to assume that certain stuff is the thing that you're supposed to be watching like I turn on my TV and it's automatically suggesting me this new Game of Thrones show um you know suggesting me Lord of the Rings show and all of these other things like a reboot of How I Met Your Mother now it's like How I Met Your Father and all of this type of stuff there's a there's a Fresh Prince reboot that came out over the summer um and it's you just see this over and over again and it's just at a certain point why are we not like supporting people making original content cuz it comes down to the audience like the audience they they're supporting this stuff people are going to watch the the new game of thrones they're gonna watch the lord of the rings they're gonna watch the 50th marvel show that they make instead of not going to watch it and say like hey give me give me something new like, I liked, I liked Breaking Bad when it was new. Like, we don't have to keep doing Better Call Saul and, you know, Jesse movies and all of this shit. Like, write a new story. The last time you wrote a new story, it was good. So write an original story again. Maybe it'll be good again. Like, do we have to find out every fucking facet of what happened in all of these made-up worlds and all this shit? Like... You know, it's just getting old to me and redundant. That's why, like, I don't watch anything anymore. I fucking just read books and listen to music.
1: Well, they're giving you uh, Power and P-Valley and uh, what else is out? Um, I don't even know what else is out. All them little bullshit shows on Netflix. They got some new shit that you can watch, original content.
0: Yeah, that, That's the word. Like, that, that shit's not even original. Like, um, <laughs> you know, like, my dad came to visit me last week and... I, I, I turned on the TV for him, and he wants to watch Power. So I watched a couple minutes of it, like this, uh, what's it, Raising Canaan? It's the yeah. exact same shit as Power, the exact same shit as uh, BMF, the exact same shit as the other t- couple shows that he has on TV. Like, all they change is the character names. The storylines are very similar. The language is similar. The dressing is similar. The music they play is similar. Like... There's no originality in any of that shit.
1: It could be just the Hollywood's out of ideas. But like you said, I I would be interested because there's so many um, ways to, to push your content out there. Like, you know, like you saw the Money and Violence guy. He was, you know, getting his little grassroots stuff going on and they were able to get it kind of picked up. So I do kind of wonder, you know, with all this landscape, you would think something else would just kind of come out of nowhere where it's like. You know, it's so thorough that the consumer has no choice but to, to uh, follow and see what it's doing.
0: Well, I, I don't think it's the content creators' fault. I think it's I think it's the the audience because the audience continues to support rehashes of the same shit. So until the audience decides you can't continue to feed me the same thing over and over again, they're going to keep still making it. It's like when people have an idea, like they want to make, um, they like, like take Joker, the movie, for example, did not mm. like the movie. I think it's a piece of shit, to be honest. Like, e- even though the acting in it is good, it's just not. Wow, a dude. Yeah, that's my opinion. I don't, I don't care. Don't at me. But, um, <laughs> the, the idea of that movie is about a mentally challenged guy that goes a little crazy And he takes matters into his own hands. Now, if you write a movie about a failed stand up comedian that can't make anybody laugh, that lives a dead end life, and, um, you know, becomes this evil, you know, serial killer, it might not be as popular. So, what do you do? You take the idea of the Joker and put all of that in it. And then. A couple of months later, you come out with a Batman movie with a completely different person playing the same character from a different perspective because you don't want to be original. Like, I'm just over it at this point.
1: Well, there was no Joker movie that was ever made like that. So I can't really say that was unoriginal because they actually gave... My
0: my point is, and you're you're correct about that. Sorry to cut you Mm -hmm. off. You're correct about that. I want to clarify what I was saying. What I'm saying is that movie... Does not need to be a joker movie right. and it's probably better it 's probably a better movie if it 's not a joker movie, but because you have to try to cram in you know Commissioner Gordon and Gotham City and all of these concepts that you that people are attached to those concepts, so the only way that they 'll watch a new story is if you attach it to something familiar that 's what they 're fucking doing, and it 's like This would be a better movie if it's, if it wasn't about the Joker, right? right? It It, it, it doesn't have to be about the, like the same thing as, um, you know, the many saints in Newark is it's, it's a movie that David Chase thought of about the Newark riots because it's an original idea I want to do a movie about the Newark riots and a guy living in New an Italian guy living in Newark at that time. I can't get that movie made, but if I attach it to the Sopranos mythology, I can get it made. And that's all they give you when you go to the movie theater. They just give you you know mythology in a different form and they've just, you know, changed it a little bit.
1: Yeah, so I guess you're saying, like, instead of a Joker movie, you know, you make a, a movie about a stand-up comedian who can't make it, and, and, you know, he works at a store, he spazzes out, and then he becomes a, a, a serial killer. That kind of sounds yeah, kind of, like my life story. I yeah, remember. I was about
0: to say, that the, like, that the, like, the last four months of your life have definitely sounded like the first 30 minutes of that movie. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because like, you're definitely at the point, like, your hair is growing erratic and shit. you like, yo, if I don't get off this box line, nigga, you know, oh, shit, yo, Steve might be a supervillain. Like, they they yeah. might put, like, this, this podcast might be at the Library of Congress one day. Like, yeah, it
1: might be. <laughs> it's
0: like, well, episode
1: four, what did you mean? Like, I'm sitting here, like, young thug and shit, the court case is like, it's like, what did you mean you want to pull up on them and trestle trade
0: Oh, shit. Oh, shit. But yeah, like, I, I'm, I'm just... I, I just see that now, and there's a couple of projects that I do like, you know, um, you know, stuff where they kind of give you the same concept, but they flip it a little bit. Like, Yellow Jackets is just the Lord of the Flies in a different format, and I, I like the first season of Yellow Jackets. So it's not always done poorly, but I just think, like, when you try to force it into, it's gotta be Harry Potter or Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings or Marvel or DC and all of this shit. You take otherwise decent ideas and you kind of like diminish them a little bit.
1: Uh, Hollywood is definitely out of ideas. I do think that there's something where it's like, and you see it too where we were um, a couple of years ago when we were doing a different brand of podcast. We were watching the show Black AF where it's like that specific show you kind of tell you're watching is it, like they have to hit a, a specific checklist of like okay do we cover this topic do we cover this topic so I think that's kind of a problem as well where it's like you have to fit a bill so to speak create this concept around this specific agenda and then push it out as well so I think Hollywood's dealing with a bunch of issues over there I don't think we're going to get uh, great content anymore I think you're going to get the re-
0: yeah it's definitely like when there was a mandate um, a few years ago after the whole Oscar so white scandal um, and all of the backlash about that. There was a mandate during pilot season. And you can look this up that that during the pilot season that there was a mandate of a certain number of African people had to be in a show like you, you had to have a certain number of people with melanin in your show. Otherwise, it wouldn't get picked up. And then there were a couple other categories of people that had to be in your show or wouldn't get picked up. That's why you got... They, they, oh. they, they did a reboot of Minority Report with Megan Good. Because it was uh, um, an existing property, but they needed to put a black person into it to get it made. The show didn't last a season. There And there's multiple shows from that pilot season. Yeah, this is 2015. So like you can you can look up multiple shows from that time period and see how the cast was constructed, that it wasn't based on original ideas or anything like that. It was just backlash. Like That's why you got an all-female Ocean's Eleven, all-female Ghostbusters, and they didn't work. Because instead of saying, let's make an original idea about a group of female robbers, we need to force them into Ocean's Eleven. Or let's make a movie about... Um, some females working against paranormal whatever we have to fit them into the Ghostbusters and that's why that shit doesn't work because people are tired of it. I know yeah, I'm tired of it. You need an
1: original premise. It's like <clears throat> if you were to pitch that to me and say let's make a, a movie about a bunch of female robbers I'd be like what the fuck like why are they robbing people like where are they coming from like you know what makes sense of it and they tried to do that with Melissa McCarthy remember a couple of years ago it was like her and Tiffany Hatch, somebody else was like the trying to rob people. Yeah, The Kitchen. And it's just like, I just think the premise was just kind of like, wait, why are they doing that? Like, what's the point? You know, it, it's just, it's tough when you're trying to do something that is not, like it's, it's, it lacks passion. Like that. that's what I was trying to explain to you about that that album that we listened to from that FIBA artist.
0: Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> <laughs> say say the names like like don't lie to the people. We are not here to do that. No, man. I'm just saying, man. I'm like this shit. It
1: kind of lacks a certain level of humanity. It's like like who is sitting here in this hard body like this? It's like
0: yeah. It like, sa- it sounds like like the echo of truth. Like it's like you know. By the time the truth gets to you, it started at the source, but by the time that it gets to you, it's so faint that you don't yeah. really know what the original sound was. And that's kind of what Megan Thee Stallion is doing when she's, and I, I understood what you said to the, when, when you broke the lyrics down where she says, I'm a bad bitch and I got bad anxiety. It's like, the, I, I understand the idea that you're trying to express there. The way you're expressing it is just not good. It's, <laughs> it's not good like lyrically. It's just not good sonically. It's not good in a lot of different ways. And if it was a true feeling from the artist, it would probably come out a little different. That's exactly. Why, that's why certain artists' music hits different. That's why certain people's writing, you know, it, it just stands the test of time, like when you do original shit. Like that's why, like, you know, people like, like they, they keep going to Stephen King and John Grisham and august wilson and people like that who wrote their truth in their own voice in their specific way and they just keep going back and making their shit because these new people don't write their own truth they just write echoes of the truth Uh, it's
1: not really all they fault though like like i said i think you might come now with a script and it's like that shit gonna get torn apart because they need to fit certain things in So you might have an original idea, like you said, in order for them to put that 20, 30, 40, 50 million up, they're going to have to scrap that shit and sell it for parts.
0: (laughs) Well, and and that, that goes to the idea of independence and why it's so important to be independent of these systems. Like the studio system, the the record label system, and all of that, they're just going to produce shit for the masses because the masses are asleep, and they, they don't want good content, so like they're just going to give you like the lowest level bullshit, and that's how you get Megan the stallion and all that, even though, for what it is, I still agree with my opinion that that album isn't that bad. Ma- Megan's not correct. She, she correct. Yeah, just she saying, can rhyme it's words. Like, like, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying, it's like in order to be transcendent, it's like this shit has to have some humanity. It has to have some real emotion. Can't just be I'm a female Terminator for 16 tracks. And, <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like that shit. And, and, and then
0: just like a brief detour into oh yeah, yeah but I got anxiety too, y'all. Yeah. Because because like, that on. that's what those tracks sounded like. It's like yeah, I, yo, I got anxiety too. Yeah. Y- yeah. Y'all be dealing with that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like, this is not human. <laughs> like, so like, what robot wrote this bullshit?
0: But, but see, at the same, even though you get that idea, Steve, you still be making fun of me because of some of the music that I be suggesting to you where you say, you know, I, I dig into the crates too much, like looking for these random any bowls to listen to, but... I find that that's, where, that's the only place that you're getting good music nowadays yeah. is in the crates. Like, if you ask me what hip-hop I'm listening to right now, like, you know, new shit that's dropped this month, uh, May- Mayhem Lorenz, Black Vladimir, I think that dropped last week. That's the hardest shit out right now. I don't care what nobody says. <laughs> like, that's the hardest shit out right now. I-, I have not pressed play on the on the DJ Khaled album and probably won't because it's fast food. I-, I know what it's made for. Like Khaled is not here to make good music. Khaled is here to make echoes of good music and sample good music and good. and uh, re and reiterate it so that people can get it. And sometimes that's good because Khaled has put me onto some samples of some dope songs. Like I listen to the Khaled yeah. song, I hear this, I hear that there's a sample. I'm the type of person that looks up the sample and I go listen to the good shit. I'm like, oh, shout out to Khaled for bringing me to the good shit, but. Um, th- that's really what his shit is good for. He's, he's almost like a medium. Like he, he, he's going to get you to w- where you need to go.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He will make music. He's just a medium. What, what can you say? say I'm yeah, brother. rap brother. I like what you said about the getting away from the assistance. And to me, it's the, this is the perfect time because all this equipment and everything is available to us. You know, we just all got to come with our different skill sets and come together. And we could definitely, uh, you know, make higher quality product. Or or Hollywood can come fuck with your boy. I will give you some real shit. Come holler at your boy. You can call my phone anytime. Anytime.
0: (laughs) Anytime. (laughs) Hollywood's never going to come for, like, people have to stop thinking that. Like, you know, shout out to Corey Holcomb. He says it all the time on his show. One day they'll come for a real nigga. They're never coming for a real nigga. It's not set up for that. You have yeah. to be independent. The only way you're going to make what you want is be independent. Now, what I'm about to say, do not take this as a cosign of anybody. I'm just giving out information for you to go and do your own study and research on. They de-platform people like Alex Jones, most recently, this Andrew Tate guy, because... They say things that some people don't like. The powers that be don't like the things that they say. I don't care if the things that they say have truth to them, hate to them, love to them, or whatever. They're just putting vibrations out into the world. Certain people don't like the vibration they're putting out, so they say you can't have a platform anymore. Now, it's up to you as an individual to decide what, like, you know, to evaluate information once you have it. But if you let people take information away from you or only give you information in the way that they want to give you information, you'll never understand anything or you'll or, or you'll wonder what, like, you know, why is music just whack nowadays? Or why are TV shows just not as good as they used to be? Or why is blah, 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 blah? It's like, you'll never know because it's all bullshit. Like, you're never getting... The, the raw, you're always getting the bullshit. So the only place you're going to get the raw is from independents, like people that are not connected to these systems. And the ones that are connected to the systems, you've got to read them very closely to know, you know, to decipher the bullshit. Because some of them do make dope stuff, but a lot of it is noise.
1: I couldn't have said it better myself.
0: And that was definitely a one-four flag. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like... yeah, we're going to have a lot more of those. I'm going to, go. I'm going to start getting out of the way for you to talk.
0: Well, yeah, you know it's balanced. Like, you know, some sometimes you you're gonna be the A mic, and sometimes I play the B mic. Like, there's no ego to this podcast and shit. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's yeah. why we're the best people doing this podcast and shit. Because you know it's about the science, people. That's that's yeah. all we're here to do.
1: I got no problem being Scotty Pivot.
0: Yeah, why not, Scotty? Scotty got six rings too. Y'all just don't <laughs> y'all don't respect him like it.
1: Yeah, and he talk. He, he damn sure tell you too. He's like y'all niggas don't respect what I do. God damn, <laughs> Scotty's somewhere. He's somewhere smoking a cigar, mad as shit right now. Damn, Michael Jordan. <laughs> Shout out to Scotty Piffit.
0: I mean, <clears throat> if Future was fucking your bitch and rapping about it, you'd be upset too. Like you, you yeah. see how hard Scotty's trying to hang on to his youth, getting braids. Fucking dressing like an imbecile. <laughs> like That's
1: what I said, man. Like, Jay Z, you're like, you through a
0: rough time. <laughs> Jay-Z, you better not cross that man future. He the type to go after B, man. You better watch yourself, Jay-Z. So, you know, you just brought up Jay Z. Um So we might as well uh transition here to a little little comedy for this week. Um, Ari Spears has been busy. He's been making fun <laughs> of people this week. Um He's made fun of Jay Z a little bit. Cause
3: I know you're a big Jay Z fan. I know that's your favorite rapper. And I see you with the Yankee hat on, man. So I gotta ask you, Renegade, who had the better verse, Eminem, Eminem. or Jay Z? Eminem.
2: So it's like, yeah, M was better on Renegade, but I'm a business man. Any nigga, any nigga that could pull off that raid roach hairdo <laughs> and still be the man. <laughs> I wish that nigga would cut that shit off That looks atrocious He's already not an attractive dude So you putting unattractive On top of unattractive Nigga we got HD now That's aggressive (laughs) That shit is funny Oh shit That
0: shit is funny So so Aries didn't stop there He also (laughs) spoke on Lizzo
2: I, I can't get past the fact that She looks like the shit emoji. (laughs) Yo. Very beautiful girl. She got a very pretty face. But she keeps showing her body off nigga. Like come on man. Come on yo.
0: In both of those clips. Aries was asked about music. From Jay Z and Lizzo. He wasn't asked anything about their persona. Their looks. Or any of that shit. He decided to go there. You know, he's a comedian, whatever. But I think, you know, all this ties back into what Currency was saying is you got to be for real. You can't just be a persona because Aries himself is an ugly, fat nigga. He
1: said he's handsome looking. He said he, he said he at least handsome.
0: You can think that all you want.
1: Hey, <laughs> with that, with that, I mean, like he said, he said you know, if you're handsome or something... Or whatever he said, he get pussy. So I'm not qualified to say that he don't get pussy or that he's not handsome. So I'm not going I, well.
0: With. Pussy and handsome <laughs> don't go together because you, you can get pussy without being handsome. There's plenty yeah. of ugly motherfuckers with pussy. Like pussy is the easy thing in the world to get. But yeah, I'm, I'm not qualified to
1: talk about whether that man is handsome or whether he's getting well, pussy. Well, that.
0: That, that, that's the main point. It's like <laughs> like Aries is not qualified to be having conversations about what other people look like. Like you know, we should not you know devalue people to you know just what their body looks like. But you know, we live in a vain society. We know that's gonna happen. But we all gotta be self aware. Aries is fat. He's he's in bad shape. He, he you know he goes on platforms drunk and gets beat up. Shout <laughs> sh- shout to Zoe Williams. Like. Ari a- Aries is not a self aware dude. Like you, like your your content has to match you. Like like the reason why Kevin Hart is so famous is because he's he's a self deprecator. Like like you can self deprecate and be, but it has to be sincere. Aries, you can't be like yeah I'm a fat dude but I get pussy and like come on bro. Let's cut it out. You talking about because I didn't play the whole thing. He goes on like great detail and length. To talk about Lizzo's health and how she's not going to be healthy because of the size that she is. Which scientifically is true. Aries, you're in a very similar situation. Physically. Like, your content has to match, has to match you on some level. Otherwise, I can't really fuck with it. Even though I laughed at that jay Z's joke.
1: That shit was hilarious. Like, it
0: was funny. It was funny. But <laughs> but like we we can laugh at something and shake our head at it at the same time because sometimes laughing is involuntary. I'm
1: not shaking my head, man. I, is there a, is there ever an aspect where somebody could get a comedy pass? It's like he's a comedian. Can he work out some material? Can he just be funny? Because that shit was funny. I, if it wasn't I, funny. I think I'd be like,
0: right. I, I think, well, I think sometimes it goes it goes beyond comedy because it's like. It's just hacky to me because you you weren't asked about that. Like it's one thing if you're asked about it, but he 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 in both of those clips, like the Jay Z clip specifically, he goes on for about two minutes about the music. There was no reason to bring that shit up.
1: Well, I do wonder if this was twenty or thirty years ago, because you'll see people like Robin Harris. Well, that was back. That was like thirty forty years ago. Even like when Dio was coming up, he used to roast the crowd and stuff like that. Is there an aspect now where it's like we can't just roast people and have a good time? Are we that vain where it's like I can't say, hey, that nigga's ugly? I'm kind of changing my opinion. I'm kind of coming around. I'm like, yeah, you know, I think Ares should be allowed to call a nigga ugly if he wants I, to. even I though think even it's a mess.
0: I, think, <laughs> I think everybody should be allowed to say whatever the fuck they want to say. Th- that's why we're doing a podcast right now. But... Yeah. At the same time, what you say you have you have to match it in some on some level. Otherwise, no. Like 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 you can't sit to me. This is just me. As I was fat, like I got pictures online. Go on my Instagram. Intelligent moves. You can see I was fat. I was two hundred eighty pounds. As a fat nigga, I wasn't sitting there looking at fat people making fun of them because I was also fat. Like that. Like. You can say whatever you want, but at a certain point, you gotta deal with reality. Like, I can't sit there look at this fat, out of shape motherfucker when I'm drinking myself to death every day, like and, and overeating cheesesteaks at one o'clock in the morning. Like, no, nah, bro. Like, you gotta be real with yourself. Because at a certain point, you're talking about you. Like, like if you see flaws in other people, it's a reflection of you. Like, and yeah, it's comedy or whatever, but your, your, your comedy should match. Like it should be self-deprecating. Like when you look like Aries, you should only be making fun of yourself. You, you can't sit there and make, you're not in a position to make fun of nobody else. You're not qualified. You fat well, as shit.
1: One of my favorite Corey Holcomb jokes is you have a, fuck, a fat bitch with regular people legs. That's one of my favorite facts. <laughs> said, the bitch come out that bathroom, looking like a wisdom, too. So, look, man, you can make whatever joke you want to. I just think, like, you know, for whatever reason, Aries is off-putting. <laughs> like, even his delivery was off-putting. Like, it's, like, aggressive. It was funny. I'm telling you why. It's,
0: that's the reason why it's off. You know why the Corey Holcomb joke isn't off-putting? Because <laughs> it's not it? about somebody specific. Cause if Corey talks about somebody specific, they usually do something that's warranted to be made fun of. Like, Like that's the difference. It's like, it's like when Lizzo shows up to the basketball game with her ass cheeks out, that's fair game. If I ask you about Lizzo's music and you just go, she's fat. Like, like what does that have to do with anything? Yeah,
1: I think it, a smarter answer probably would have been, a more tactful answer would have been, and then we talked about this in a pre-production meeting, I would say this. I would say, you know, a lot of the antics and a lot of the, the package that she puts together makes me kind of turned off from the mute because I'm so busy looking at the rest of the pre-package that I don't even want to open the package. Like, I think maybe if he would have said something like that to that effect, because that's basically the same thing but yeah, it's but like, like,
0: like The cover is yeah. so ugly I don't want to open the book Exactly like, you, like, like, yeah. you, you can say something like that <laughs> like Something simple But again this goes back to What I said at the beginning Certain people don't have content Certain people don't have mater- there's, there's a lot of comedians that don't have material So they hide behind crowd work And, and, and I've been to enough Open mics with you to un- yeah. To know that the, like, when you don't have material, you make fun of motherfuckers. Like, like that's what you do. That's what you rely on. Because when he got into the back and forth with uh, people saying, oh, you're not funny. You're not that. Oh, I've been doing this for 30 years. That's cool. But where is the classic Aries material? Maybe it's oh, out yeah, there. No, I mean, no maybe- that first,
1: that first special... He's doing his impressions. He's doing the Arnold Swiss. Like, he got some, like, Aries got so some when, So, when's
0: the last time a- Aries dropped some, some dope? I concert? don't know. And, and,
1: and uh, Kevin Hart, actually, because uh, remember a few years ago, uh, Aries had said something about Kevin Hart. And and Kevin Hart basically said, he said, yo, Aries got one special. Like, wh- why are you not putting the work in like that? You haven't put the work in like I put the work in. You know what I mean? So,
0: yeah, that, that that's what it looks like to me. Like, anytime you see... Phazon Love, Aries Spears, Monique—they're talking shit about people because they don't have no fucking material. They're, well, like I said, that first special—I I still yeah—that really was twenty that. years ago, bro. Like, where's the material now? <laughs> yeah. uh, like, 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 still like we just said. Day. Bill Burr just dropped another special. He's been in comedy just as long as Aries. How, how many specials he's got? What ten? Yeah, something like that. Like he he drops a special like every other year. Like, you know, we're going to have a rap conversation at one point where we were talking about how uh, certain people put, you know, these Jay Coles, and Kendrickson, and all those type of people on the levels of, of a Jay-Z or whatever. Jay-Z was doing it every year. DMX right. was doing it every year, sometimes twice a year. Like, it's a, di- it's di- it's a different level. Like, a- Aries is, you know, you, yeah, you've been able to book shows. That's an accomplishment nobody can take away from you. But you don't have no fucking material because you're still talking about people.
1: Uh, the views expressed on this podcast or Bob's views only.
0: What's Aries gonna do? <laughs> What's Aries gonna do? Make fun of me? Go ahead. Like, let, let, <laughs> let, let, make my podcast go viral. I don't give a fuck. Like, actually, I do give a fuck. Like, I, I need some ads on this bitch. I don't know. I take I take fitness seriously, and I think there's a lot of funny shit in fitness, and I think fat jokes are funny because I was fat. I know what it's like to walk up a flight of steps and. Get out of breath. I know it's like to fucking over and eat at fucking 2 in the morning because you left some shit on the nightstand and you need to eat. Yeah, you got a problem. (laughs) Like, like, I I know about this fat shit. So I don't want anybody thinking I'm sensitive because I'm all about it. Like, I know all about the fat shit. I did all the fat shit. Like, but when I was in the fat seat, I kept quiet because your words are powerful cuz i remember this was a couple years ago steve had titties i made fun of steve's titties and i was like look at you nigga you just you eating like a mess you look like shit <laughs> i became those words in less than 5 years and Steve definitely had some smoke for you. It, when Steve it, started getting it was all warranted. <laughs> it was all warranted. I definitely had that smoke right back at you. It, it was all warranted. <laughs> and, and you know what? I became a better person for it. So, so, so with Aries, sh- I'm telling you, this is what you gotta do. This, this is all you gotta do. And I promise you, your life will be so much better. Shut the fuck up and in the box the claim. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> You, you do that, you know, because like, the current you has to die anyway. Like the cost of your <laughs> new life is the life that you're currently living. So the current you has to be sacrificed. Like let, let that guy die, become unfat, write some material. Then if you want to make fun of fat people, people won't give you the side eye. Yo, what's this?
1: What's the joy of And then where he battling the ball? He's like, he's like yeah, like,
0: uh, go home,
2: scribble it in your pad. <laughs> <come."> <laughs> I can't
0: remember which one of the he's battling. Him. Yeah, bad intentions just, or some shit. Yeah. yeah it's like, that, that's, wait, that's what you got to do, bro. You got to go, like, go home, figure out your macronutrient intake, eat that for about six months, drop that weight down in a calorie deficit, you know, you know, figure out your numbers. Do that shit. Then fucking go hit the clubs on the weekend, every weekend, and come up <laughs> with right material till you got a new hour. Then yeah. record that shit and sell it to the highest bidder, right? Or or or, or keep your ownership. However you want to fucking do it. I don't I, I don't know all the comedy special business. So whatever you, you need to do. Like. So
1: you want to be so you want to be this man's life coach himself, <laughs> Would you do all? Would you? Would you train Aries? Uh, like I just gave him the game
0: for free. Like, like I'm here to be a blessing to the world. Like, like take yeah. that information and run with it. Like, would you, you, would you you, have, your life will be better. Like, like the game is to be told, not sold. Like, take if, that and run with it, bro.
1: If, if Aries said, you know, I'm gonna come off for six months," um, would you put him on the kill bitch energy program? Like, would you have him up at three? If, three, if,
0: three if, <laughs> if, if Aries come out to Vegas and he fuck with me. You, fuck with, you fuck, fuck with me for six months, Aries. i will change your fucking life. Hey, how, how, how you eating different, thinking different, breathing different? Like your you, you, you joke, your jokes would be different. That man
1: is 50 years old. You talking to him like he's a child.
0: <laughs> he is a child. Oh, like like fucking age. That's just how many times you made it around the sun. Like that doesn't mean that you're an evolved individual.
1: Yo, like, like that—that th- that doesn't
0: mean that you've attained a higher level. Like, you've just been here for a while. Like, look at that man. Look, look at, look at his shape. He hasn't yeah. learned. He hasn't learned much in his fifty years. Look how he's shaped. All right. <laughs> all right. Let's move forward. So, I wanted to talk about this this idea. You know, we we've been talking about fitness and being true to yourself and all different things this week. Um, and. There's this uh, fitness influencer, Simeon Panda. He had, he bought this house and he posted it on YouTube and online. And he put what he says is a $300,000 gym in his backyard. And from what I know about gym equipment, it seems like it's true. Um, and it, it was an interesting idea to me because... At that level of income where you can afford to put a $300,000 gym at your house, I looked at his gym and said, I would do the exact same thing. Like, you know, I like fitness that much that I would definitely do something like that for myself in his position when I get that level of, of money. You know, that that's, that's a part of the plan. That's like a goal for me. Um, and... Steve and I, we were kind of discussing, like, this whole idea of, like, goals of, you know, sometimes we say we wanted certain when we were a kid, whether it was, like, you know, the fast cars or whatever. Um, And then you get older and the things that you want change. You uh, start to want the things that society tells you that you should want, like, you know, the cars and chains and plastic bitches and all that type of shit. Um, But... Like, where's the line between you know the things that you actually want and that, and just working for those things and getting them even though they may seem extravagant, extravagant to other people and just doing extravagant shit and being frivolous because I, I, I think this this gym is to certain people might seem extravagant and maybe frivolous, but to somebody like me, and obviously, like, you know, if you see Simeon Panda and you know what he does in fitness, it's not frivolous at all because he's going to get more than $300,000 worth of use out of it. But, you, but at the same time, there's people that drive around in $300,000 cars and there are people that can't afford a $300,000 home. What, what sparked this conversation was yeah. you, you have a car that would, yeah, it be, would, would it be fair to classify your car as a hoopty?
1: Sure. I mean, it's, it's 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 my pride and joy. It's, it's, it's my uh, nearest and dearest to my heart. But, you know, if that's how you want to disrespect it, then sure.
0: But like in layman's terms, it would be like a hoopty, a beater, um, you know, a hunk of junk, something like that. All right. Right? Yeah, that's too far down. That's too far down. <laughs> like, like, all right. So it's not it's not it's we'll, we'll call it like the inverse of a nice car. That's yeah, no, I mean. no, it's a piece of shit. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> <Like>, so, <laughs> so you said that with a lot of money, you would just get the get your car, like you would basically do a pimp my ride on your car, just elevate it a little bit instead of just buying a nicer car that's like already a luxury vehicle. You would probably just put like a new air freshener in and maybe detail your car and change the transmission it, and just rock it, out. It, it, it's it's
1: sentimental uh, for me though because it's like this is the first thing that I actually own like I got the title of it and shit like that I'm like damn, I'm gonna keep this forever I'm I'm the owner I don't I don't own nothing that's the only thing I own.
0: Yeah, I'm not sentimental about <laughs> shit like cars. I'm not sentimental about things like. Yeah. Like I I like the I, liked I liked this movie called 98 Homes a lot where this guy he's uh, he just his job is to foreclose on people's properties and one of the guy, the main guy in the movie um, Andrew Garfield's character gets emotional about his home because he wants to get it back he's like oh it's my family home you have to help me get it back blah 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 and that's that's the whole plot of the movie and Michael Shannon's character at one point in the movie tells him you never get emotional about real estate. Real estate is just boxes. There's big boxes, there's little boxes, and they have different costs or whatever, but they're just boxes. Like, there's, there's nothing to get attached to. Um, and, like, that's the way I look at this shit. It's like, if you can afford it, get it. But I'm not attached to, like, the idea of I need to have a certain car, a certain chain, a certain woman, or, or any of that shit. Like, I just want the shit that I want, or I'm going to have this the things that add value to my life like not even so much just desiring like random shit like you know like these rappers like they have like the you know be a rapper starter kit like you got to get the certain car the certain chain and all that shit like that that's goofy like you know beanie sequel broke that down years ago
3: now you got a million now you got lawyers you got lawyers that handle your business and the paperwork from your contracts. They might want anywhere between 5 and 10%. We're going to max out. Say 10%. Now you got management. Your management anywhere between 10 and 20%. So out of that 900000 they take 20%. Crib. You get a crib like... what I mean two hundred thousand. You moving out the suburbs? Cause cribs in the hood right now, one fifty something. You damn near projects. You know what I'm saying? So you go get a nice crib. Say you spend quarter million on that, two fifty out the seven twenty you got. You know what I'm saying? So you left right now with the two fifty. You probably got like four and some change left. So you go buy a little well. You can't buy the Bentley. I got two Bentleys. You know what I mean? My Bentleys. One of my Bentleys cost three sixty for the uh, the red label the Reese Cup chocolate brown peanut butter gut V12 engine in it red label ridiculous you go buy the you know what I mean the bins you get the 600 you know, what I, mean, you know what I mean you get that what buck 60 buck 70 out of four something now you got three and some change left go and get jewels my bracelet I paid what I paid like
0: 42 for this and about 30 something for this so yeah um that's it
1: that is an ignorant nigga yo <laughs> yeah we Peanut peter Cup, you know what i mean yo but that's a different story you know what i mean yo.
0: yeah if if anybody hasn't ever seen that interview go, go watch it just type in beanie siegel and artists don't make money and uh it, it's it's a great 14 minutes uh but that idea of you know, a rapper is a great example of somebody that didn't have money and now all of a sudden you have a lot of money and this is how you spend it. Like they show it on it's on. There's a lot of them on YouTube where they there's like BT had um, blew blew a bag uh, GQ had, um, how I spent my first million and stuff like that, and it's just interesting to see how people spend money when they get it, once they start attaining high levels of money, and you have to, and you stop thinking about survival, like, once survival's already covered, and probably around like eighty to 90,000, something like that, depending on what city you live in, if you don't have kids and and large financial obligations. Once you start making beyond that amount of money, money doesn't really matter. It's just a construct of how much shit you can buy. Um, and it's just interesting the shit that people buy like, once they start getting to that level. And it's like like you see somebody like Beanie Siegel, what he's saying, he didn't know what the fuck to do with the money. So he just started buying shit that was on the list. Oh, this is the rapper starter kit. So I got to bust down the wrists. Then I got the peanut butter guts. Then I got to get a bitch. She got to have peanut butter guts. And you know that's expensive. So, like, you know, that's crazy. But w- w- what's your thought on that, Steve? Well,
1: you know what, too, because I, I think about all the time, like, oh, yeah, these fucking rappers. But, you know, I, I, I didn't grow up like that. I didn't grow up huddling around the oven during the winter. Uh, like, it, you know, so it, it's just, it's different. I think too. You also do have the other side of the coin where people like LeBron James, he doesn't even cut on his data on his phone. <laughs> you know, like Kevin Hart, who's like you know very conscious with money. So I guess it just depends on the other side of the coin, or like however you imagine it. But for me, I always live simple. I always it like my upbringing. We had it's like the the great Chappelle line is like <laughs> we grew up just enough, uh, just enough money to be poor our white people. <laughs> So you know, I wasn't used to like having like nice stuff, but I think you know, and it's, I can't say not nice stuff. But I didn't go like back to school shopping. I didn't have the latest Jordans and stuff like that. So for whatever reason, from this point on, like I kind of, I never really lusted after those things. So I guess I, I'll say that. I'll say that you know, growing up a certain way didn't make me like lust or thirst after certain things. So I guess it's just a different experience for different people where they see, oh yeah, I don't have now, so like, I could get whatever I want. So I want it all. Yeah, I. I think-
0: there's a there has to be a distinction between being frivolous and buying things you can afford and then another distinction of you know being conscious of me and then just being somebody that doesn't enjoy the fruits of their labor like I don't understand why Warren Buffett drives a used car and eats at McDonald's like I'll never understand that he's
1: a square white man like what do you want him to do?
0: I don't know, he's like the top 5 richest guy in the world. Yeah. I expect him to do shit like that nobody else can do.
1: No, like like only niggas do shit like that.
0: That's you not true or... at all. Like like you, you <laughs> look up the history of anybody that is in a position of great wealth or kingship, they do things that other people don't do because they have access to those things. Like like who? I mean, if you want some white examples, just go to England and look at the people that all your tax money goes to. All like,
2: right,
0: all right. <laughs> like they're living very like you, you. The funny thing is, they spend your money and then they have a yeah. royal wedding showing you how they spend your money in front of your fucking face. They don't. They didn't. They, that shit wasn't catered by McDonald's.
1: Yeah, those those inbred kings over there. Oh yeah, and then yeah, Donald Trump be flexing too. So I guess you got you actually look at Trump.
0: Yeah, like, like no, like, <laughs> you're supposed to, at a certain level, it, like, you know, you, you're into your Bible and shit like that. Did you, you the the kings that you read about, were they doing regular people shit?
1: Oh, no, no, he was oppressing all the people. <laughs> every every they, even,
0: even Even the good ones, they weren't doing regular people shit. Like, they had servants and all of that. Like, because when you're of a certain level, there's certain things that, you know, uh, you know, we, we we talked about this concept before. Like, you, you always need somebody to sweep up. Like, there's always going to be somebody to sweep up because at a certain level, you might just not have time for that shit. If you're solving the problems of a nation, maybe you yeah. shouldn't have to clean up after yourself. Like, if if you're solving the problems of a nation, maybe you shouldn't have to sit there and cook your own food and shit like that. Maybe your like, your things need to be brought to you. Your clothes need to be ironed for you. Shit like that. I, all I'm saying is. If I got Warren Buffett, I'm not eating at McDonald's. I don't know what else to do with $50 billion. I'm not claiming I know how to do that because, you know, I don't even have a million yet. But all I'm saying is I know McDonald's. McDonald's ain't a part of the equation at the level that I'm at now. Like, hell no.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's something, too. Like, if you have the money and the means to help other people for, you know, but... I guess just for like flat out flexing. I don't really see the purpose of that. You know, it's like, like the stuff that Beanie seen was talking about that, that's just excessive. And it seems like a waste of money. And you really enriching other people really at that point.
0: Well, yeah, just, that's, that, that's the difference between it's like, do you really want this shit or do you just think you're supposed to have it? Because this is what comes mm-hmm. with the position because, you know, you see certain people, you know, like right now, like I'm going, I'm trying to buy a car. I'm looking for a specific kind of car because that's the car that I want based on the budget. There's certain people that they don't care. They're just looking for, you know, it gets me from A to B. That's all I want. That's why they have, you know, 15 different brands of cars or whatever. Because everybody wants something a little bit different. Like, even though they all do the the same basic function of you turn it on and it drives. (laughs) Like, all the other shit is just... It's like if it's not important to you, I'm not getting the other shit just because somebody else thinks I'm supposed to have it. And I, I think we we have to make sure that we're making that distinction. And I and that that comes up a lot when you see like you know the fashion and all that, where sometimes people like you know they'll dress bad but their clothes will be expensive. It's like you can't like you can't buy taste like that. Be eagle <laughs> shit. He was saying like that that's just like tasteless nigga shit <laughs> like. You got to get the V-Twizzy with the cinnamon guts. Then you got to put the big boy shoes on it. Like, no, 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 no sir. It's not what you do. Uh,
1: I like, I like, it's not what you do. <laughs> I
0: like, I like,
1: <laughs> shout out to, um, I think his name is Immortal Minds or Immortal Soul on, on YouTube. He talked about the abundance mindset. You know, so it's like, you know, what defines you? Because he was like, yeah, there were certain business owners, but he was doing sales he would go up to him, and he wouldn't even know that he was the business owner. He just had the energy of a regular person. He treated them, you know, like, like he was regular. And you go outside and they be driving a Lamborghini and stuff like that. So I think if you're going to have it, you kind of got to have that personality of like, you know, th- this don't really define me. This is just a, a piece of like, kind of like he was saying, just I'm at a different level. So I got the lead and I got this all the stuff. Because at any time, you know, that stuff go away. You look at the book of Job. you know, he had all that it went away. So you got to always had a perspective in life of like, yeah, you, you,
0: you cannot be defined by your possessions because no, none of us truly possess anything. Like we, we don't yeah. even possess our bodies. Cause at a certain point your body goes away and you, you have no control over that. Your body is subject to entropy and decay as much as you want to work out and eat right. And all of that type of shit. It's, it's going to die at some point. So if we, if we know that, then it's like, you can't make this stuff important. Now, is there joy to be had in getting the V twizzy with the cinnamon guts? I'm sure there is. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I saw a V12 Maybach at the supermarket the other day, and I was like, you know what? That that seems like not a bad way to spend three hundred thousand dollars or whatever. If you got it like that, like it looked, it looked worth it. If you're earning money at that level, it looked worth it. But if it's gonna hurt you. Like, in that Beanie Siegel scenario is you got a million dollars after taxes and, and you've decided to spend your sole capital in the world on on cars and chains and uh, to stuff the pockets of your niggas. N- no, sir. That's not how you do it. It's like... Yeah. And on the flip side, Warren Buffett, stop eating at McDonald's. I know you ain't going to listen to me, but the fuck you yeah, eating at McDonald's f- for, nigga? That's, that's What that's the fuck would he listen to you? That's, right, gonna, that's you fucking that. ridiculous. I
1: had a billion dollars. I'll
0: never listen to a nigga like you. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't <laughs> listen to me either. Like, hey, actually, you, ne- you never know though, because like Elon Musk is really rich, and he seems like he would just randomly stumble on this podcast. And just, That's hilarious. And just, that would be hilarious to be listening to some shit like this. Because they're they're making billionaires a little different nowadays. Like Warren Buffett's yeah, that hilarious. that that old school billionaire. Like they they got these new school billionaires out here now. You never know.
1: Yeah, I, I think I'm the type of nigga. If I had a million dollars, I'd go after B, and I still might try to smash on C. I think that's how I would uh, conduct myself with a million dollars.
0: Well, on, on that note, I mean, like that, that <laughs> brings everything full circle. So we might as well end the show right there. Um, we want to thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for you know those of you that have subscribed to the channel. Make sure you share that shit with your friends. And uh, follow us on Instagram, Last Man Potting. Subscribe on YouTube, Last Man Potting. And we'll be back next week for our all new episodes.